Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Men. Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've got nowhere to go, James, let it snow, let it snow. Let it snow. Yeah! Woo! Oh, it's our Christmas <laughs> episode. I mean, guys, this is exciting. I hope you guys don't mind. I and holiday episode, excuse holiday me. Holiday episode, if you but don't believe in the one true Lord. Holiday episode. Holiday episode, yes. Michael, I love hearing you sing. I love when you sing a... Christmas song. If you've got any others in the holster, in the chamber? Yeah. I'd love to hear, but no pressure. Sure. You've got a great voice. You've heard of Michael Bublé, but have, now it's time for you to hear of Michael Bulaze. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Michael Bulaze. <laughs> Silent night, holy night, all is calm. All is bright. Uh, I got this part. Next part, guys. Round yon virgin's mother and child. Do we have to point out that she's a virgin? What the heck do we know? Why, why is that important? Well, it's central to the Christian myth, the origin of, of Christ. Um, Yo, if you're a virgin, how the fuck you got a baby? <laughs> I mean, it's true. We yeah. had a Christmas, our annual <laughs> Christmas dinner. Yes. The three of us. That's right. We went to a French oh, bistro. I'm so full. I know. I'm dying. We Was it a bistro? Would you say, yeah. James? Because you know they're semi-off. I, I don't know. I, 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 th- I don't think of it as a bistro either. I, I don't know why. There's no rhyme or reason. It's, a it's French called like restaurant. Yeah. And they, they have... The menu's in French, first of all. That's we had true. appetizers. <laughs> we mains, we shared muscles. We each had a steak and fries, and we shared Freets. a bottle of wine. Freets. Yes, and we each had a aperitif. And I'm kind of dying. And but I had a fucking cocktail. And you had a cocktail. I feel great. <laughs> Pizza. Uh, you know what? But this is a tradition. Yeah. You know, we didn't have fries. We had frites. Yeah, that's true. The steak was covered in a lot of like gooey sauce. And Peppercorn that's not sauce. What I was expecting. Yo, I bet you if Anthony Bourdain was alive today, he'd he be would... smoking weed with us. Yo, yeah. <laughs> take a hit on this. <laughs> he's been everywhere forty-eight times, and he hated Toronto. In the episode, he's like, "This city is ugly as hell." And uh, well, aww. he did like. No, he liked it. He just said it was ugly. Oh, yeah. He said it was. It is though. We and, know and that. And he's actually dead right. We know yeah. that. I do. It was fun, but ugly. Yeah. Fugly. Fuck. Well, fugly. Yeah. A and you know face. what? The three of us could be described that way. Fugly. Fun but ugly. I, well, fun. I'll tell you this. I had an idea at the restaurant. Oh, I'll take a photo of the three of us, and we'll put it on the Evil Men Instagram. We took about three. I don't like any of them. Yeah. I like sharing a moment that I was with you two, but I don't... We're not... Why can't we look good in it? We're not exactly three emratas after we've had a bottle of wine and two extra drinks and a big steak and dessert. Yeah. (laughs) And I shaved my mustache off too, so I look like a fucking potato. (laughs) 
My face is just wide, and there's no rhyme but or guys, reason or excuse. Guys, we're being so negative on such a joyous jingle day. bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. What fun it is to ride on a one-horse open sleigh. Hey, dashing through the shit. When's the last time any of uh, uh, we'll do a quick lightning round? Last time any of you were on a horse, Chris? Actually, not summer 2022. What? Damn, dude. I rented a horse. Because <laughs> that's not Christmas. Up by Algonquin. Right. That's right, but it cool. wasn't during Christmas. Wow. Yeah. But we walked slow. How much did the horse I didn't, pimp charge I didn't even you? like trot. It was really? like a walk. A did saunter. you take a gander at his downtown? Downtown. <laughs> Where the horse is big. Um, <laughs> yeah, I said, show me your dick, you beautiful horse. Whoa. Um, is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they always say. Want to know a disgusting thing? I have been on a cart pulled by a horse. Recently? No, no, when I was a kid. A boy. An and, apple cart, and you and you sort of are getting a look at the horses behind, and it's pulling you on this cart. Yes, and I then, how they shit like they don't even know they're shitting, dude. That's what I, what I'm about to say, dude. The horse's <laughs> tail raises. Mm-hmm. Have I said this on the podcast? When the horse it, it just starts pooing as it's walking, but it doesn't just poo. A tube comes out of its butt, and the poo comes out of the tube. But like, I just vividly remember as a <laughs> child this tube. Comes out of the horse's butt. Remember, like and subscribe to my poo tube. Um, <laughs> that's wild. I know. But how do we know that doesn't happen to us? We'll never know. There's no oh, way to find that's out. That's actually a good point. Well, I actually subscribe to Tubi. <laughs> so I watch it come out of my own butt. I remember once taking a horse drawn carriage through, uh, I think, the streets of old Montreal because we would visit my family in Montreal. That's and they, beautiful. Uh, used to do like a horse-drawn carriage thing, which I think they may have stopped. Like I, th- I believe they stopped them in New York as well because people were like, this is cruel to the horses. Mm. But I do remember feeling like this is uh, very sophisticated, but the horse's butt is right in front of you. There's no way to avoid it. And they had like a leather bag to collect the horse's feces. Leather bag? Uh, like, a, like a high-quality Fendi. upscale leather bag. Yeah, Fendi. Fendi. You know which animal I would love to see shit? No. A lion. Wow. I actually wow. would too. There's a deleted scene from The Lion or a King. a moose. They're really big. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't wait to be king. And then he takes <laughs> the shit for two minutes. And then the and other then lions goes, eat it because anim- they're animals and they don't know any better. Oh, my God. You got Toro Brava or whatever. That's what I poured you. This is Kathleen's favorite wine. Oh, nice. It's Spanish. A- yeah, it's right. from Spain. Hmm. Well, uh, we are a little bit more lubricated than usual. This is true. Yes. But I think, you know, and obviously a bit unprofessional to be lubricated for a podcast episode. But it's this is our Christmas party. It's yeah. the holidays, we go to dinner man. and then we record the listener question and comment episode. <laughs> Imagine if the listeners recorded a podcast after their office, you know, uh, holiday party. I don't think they'd sound exactly fresh as a day. And the yet. nice thing about yeah. this office yeah. holiday party, mm-hmm. none of us got fresh with each other in the bathroom. No. That no. happens sometimes yes. in those yeah, yeah. in movies and stuff. You have an awkward makeout with your colleague. We that didn't happen. Do that. Yeah. You know what we need? Three secretaries. 
<laughs> well, that would have made the party a little bit more interesting. Yeah. Two of us Hi, are married. secretaries. <laughs> two of us are married and one of we, us does have a serious girlfriend, but <laughs> still. We each have a personal secretary. Well, Chris, I have to address the elephant in the room. We got steak that was served in chunked cubes. Oh, uh, you know what? You have a story about a chunk. A, a chunk or two slipped right off my plate and fell into my lap. Luckily, I'm old school and I have the napkin on my lap. But yeah, and then this pretty girl was... Sat next to you. Yeah. And then she joked with me when she had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so then when and I she was... she farted getting... as she was walking by, right? <laughs> yeah, she said, pardon me, it's Christmas, I tooted. <laughs> no, she didn't, but she did She did bump into you and she kind of made a joke to you. Yeah. And so then when I was leaving, I made a joke to her. I said, <laughs> uh, now it's time for me to bump you about... And her like man that. was right fucking next her to her. Fucking man, I don't and give you, a shit. That's, dude, that's a crazy thing to say to someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was smooth. Like you're smooth, Chris. No, you always do this to me what? on the podcast. I you're hairy. You're smooth. You have a strong back. You have a beautiful it's butt that I admire. Complimenting your friend. <laughs> it's called complimenting your friend. We toasted several <laughs> times tonight. And it was beautiful. But the funny thing is, is okay, so maybe I did say a little like flirty joke, but yeah. it was like clearly mostly joke oriented. Yeah. Now it's my turn to turn to bump you a, about <laughs> or something like that. But it's funny because if she, she looks down. the joke, right? She, she did respond positively. She said something like, it's only fair, ha ha ha, or something like that. But then the funny part is, is if we realized after I left the restaurant, um, she could look down to where I was sitting and see cubes of steak on the <laughs> floor, the carpeted floor of the restaurant. <laughs> Smooth operator. <laughs> yeah, like, that, that man's kind of cute. It was fun flirting with I'm, him. And looks down, there's all this gravy and meat on the floor. I'm surprised you and like, like, you just hear like, <laughs> but I'm not even there. <laughs> I'm surprised that when we left, we were walking down the street and then she came running out of the restaurant saying, sir, you forgot your cubes. <laughs> you forgot your steak cubes. Yes, that is my date's giant red Hummer, but I want to walk with you guys back to James's house. Because she was with like an older, like rich looking guy. Yeah, he was huge. Mm. Huge. Mm. Yeah. Probably stronger than me, richer than me, bigger no. dick, full head of hair. Well, we don't know that. No. Uh, um, okay, here's the thing. If a guy is literally a foot and a half taller than me and he doesn't have a bigger dick than me, I feel really bad for that guy. Like, yeah, doesn't nice. it kind of go with the size of your body? I don't think it does. Like, I Okay, then maybe I, I win. I mean, this is going to sound Well, I've talked I wouldn't mind to people being a 5'8 guy beating a 6'3 guy at dick. Wallace Shawn is apparently he has like a 10-inch piece of <laughs> that Placid 24-7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently uh, <laughs> LeBron James, just a little thing. No, I, I don't know. LeBron James is often heard to say in the locker room, damn, I wish I was Wallace Shawn. <laughs> you want to know? Uh, I, actually, there is actual audio of LeBron James in the locker room saying, yo, I got that Tinkerbell dick. <laughs> I don't know if this is a funny anecdote, but last night... I really quickly dropped in a Thai restaurant to eat some something some food. Noodles. Yeah. That's and nice. I just was like, what's you know, what's gluten free, sir? And um <laughs> the 
person, the, the server was, was like, um, oh, get stir fry. It's good. It's gluten free. I'm like, great. And then the server's like, this gluten free, though, has got a little bit of spice. And I was like, right. oh, thank you for the warning. Mm. I'm sure it's fine. Like, uh, that's okay. But thank you for the warning. Yeah, that's nice. And then I get the stir fry. <laughs> it's not spicy at all. And I look at the menu and it's pepper. It's like black pepper curry. Or black pepper stir fry. And I'm like, I guess you saw me and thought, fuck, yeah. can this guy handle pepper? Yeah. It was really, it was kind of, I mean, I get it, but it was a little bit embarrassing. If I look like a man who finds pepper scary. <laughs> yeah. Did you take a bite and be like, that. I need a glass of water. <laughs> it was literally just a bit of pepper. Right. Black pepper. It's a bit oh. spicy, sir. I have to warn you. Yeah. I know that you're from just outside of Orangeville. <laughs> uh, sir, before you eat this, a lot of honky crackers have died eating this beer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and what's wrong with being a honky cracker at I Christmas? I genuinely, when I was a kid, I was like, okay, so like, people of color call white people honkies. That's totally fair because of, you know, I was an empathetic kid. One thing I had uh, <laughs> confusion about is the origin of honky. I almost wished that we had and cracker. Like I feel like they're not rough enough. Yeah, mm. like, it's not. Uh, we need a bad equal. one. Yeah, like white trash is there, but no, nah, we need like a a a real a, a real mean a more one. insulting. What the white, fuck is a honky? Uh, I just think of an old clown or white, beep, 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 white beep. devil. White devil? Even that doesn't seem as bad as other racial epithets. But, you yeah, know, I send know. us your ideas. How about this? Ideas? Yeah, yeah. Vanilla That's bitch. That's a great idea. Hey, I got... Vanilla bitch. There's a vanilla really bitch over good. there. And it could be a man. Vanilla yes, that's, what I, that's yeah. how I meant it. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, no. That's a great idea. Is like evil men should try to come up with like an actually more vicious hurtful yeah sl uh slang term for white people white men especially Absolutely. don't want to get yeah send us your ideas at evil men pod on twitter and instagram and what's yeah. our email address uh evil, evil men pod at gmail.com yeah. send us your new um insults for white people <laughs> I love on that it. note on that note um you know this episode is listener question questions and comments we did it right before uh, the holidays last year hey. as well. So let's do it. Um, before we get to the question, questions and comments, I'll mention we got a Patreon, patreon.com slash evilmen. Check it out. Bonus episodes. Discord. Check it out. Okay. Also, just to reiterate again, we have had a bunch of drinks and too much food. Agreed. I, ate this, I ate this whole dessert called a lemon pot. Mm. Basically, it's a deconstructed lemon meringue pie in a fucking jar. Fabulous. Yeah. Here we go. And if you if you have... Also, if you have joined our Patreon this year, thank you so much because it really helps us keep going. Beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> well, gentlemen, without further ado... Let's get to the questions and comments. I'm excited. Here is... Yo, what's up? <laughs> Here is question one from Glenn. Hey, guys. It's your pal Glenn. Happy New Year. Uh, my question is, uh, you're three pretty nice guys, generally speaking. So I wanted to know, what's the evilest thing you each said or did this year? Thanks for another great year podcast. See you later. Bye. 
Thank you, Glenn. Wow. Um, we know Glenn. I feel Legend. like we kind of, we kind of, yeah. Glenn Macaulay is the king. I feel like we kind of said this in the last episode. Oh, evil thought. Evil thought. Yeah, like the most evil thing oh, but we he said, said or, or, did or did this year. Mm. Mm, most evil thing we said or did. Um, I'll tell you the most mm. evil thing I did this year. Oh my god! Please. Several times this year, I had to uh, go to the bathroom in an airport, and to me, that was an evil act. I I just don't want to even think about or ever repeat. Just airport toilet is an evil old man, and we can't <laughs> trust him with Iman. <laughs> That's evil for you. I mean, God, yeah. if you lived a day in my life, I would. I would not like to <laughs> using every public toilet in existence. So you must have no qualms. You you can't afford the, like, the luxury that I live with, where I'm like pretty selective about the no, toilet. I, I have. Use. I mean, I do my best, right. but if nature calls, yes. well, I have no choice but to answer. You know what I'm saying? I've gone to the washroom in many airports, even <laughs> this year alone. Really? Oh. Yes. Uh, I envy you. Let's most just say evil, I envy you. Most evil thing I did was my cats wake me up sometimes early at 5.30 a.m., two of them, Wolfman and Bernadette. And from three floors in the house, because their food is down in the basement, they run in between my legs. <laughs> like, meow, 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 all the way until like their bowls are full of food. And I think... I lost my cool at one point <laughs> and said, shut the fuck up. I know, I know, to my cats. How did they but react? But then I felt bad. I was like, uh, you guys are just hungry. I understand. Did they run away and go like... No, they, were, they don't even notice. <laughs> you know what, Chris? I'm glad you said that because that is the most evil thing basically I did as well. Bruno peed on the floor and I got <laughs> so mad and I like chased him. And I was like, get the, what the fuck? You know, I got so mad. Get the fuck And he out ran here, away, Bruno. and I scared him. I scared him. And I do feel bad. Oh. I always feel bad. But when I just lost my temper. He cats... peed on the floor. I'm like, why did you pee on the floor? And I yeah. know people are going to say, take him to the vet. We did. Yeah. They, they said he's fine. He just, something annoyed him, and he peed on the floor, and I just got mad. Yeah. Well, the other day, Claire, <laughs> my five-year-old, uh, she had to go to the bathroom, and I was about to jump in the shower. So I come out to let her use the bathroom with a towel wrapped around me. And she said, ah, daddy, look at your fat belly. <laughs> and I didn't laugh. And I just said, that's rude. <laughs> and then she got upset. And then after I had to be like, and I felt so bad because she was just trying to be funny and she didn't get that it was going to hurt my feelings. <laughs> And so that was like, I know you're just trying to be funny. You can't really say jokes like, like that. Because a lot of your act is you literally making fun of like I know, but she hasn't seen my Crave special yet. Right. <laughs> High time she did. I know. This uh, question is from Ben. Hey, fellas. First time, long time. I got one thing to say. Evil Men live at Italy. Featuring evil man Mario Batali. What do you think? World peace. Thank you, Ben. I, I mean, love the way Ben ended that message. World peace has never been more important. I've never heard that as a sign off. World peace. World peace. I've heard peace. Peace out. Peace out. Yeah. yeah. 
peace, Ben. Bitches. I'm gonna steal world peace. I got to admit. Now, can I ask before we answer this? Is Mario Batali currently in jail or on trial, or is he a free mm. man who's been uh, has been taken down a peg? At the moment, I don't even know who it is. Oh, he is the, the heavy set, redheaded, long haired chef who started Italy, and he was canceled oh. for being a, I guess a creep to women. Um, I'm look. Oh. Apparently he's teasing a comeback, Excuse Mike. Me. He's teasing a comeback. All right. Yeah. So he was not. Okay, that's a good there. idea. I um, think we could try to do it. I just don't feel like the noise of Italy might be difficult to tend with. We would have some recording with. challenges because it's probably very echoey and full yeah. of people talking. While also, we're podcasting. It'd be, it would be noisy from all of the pasta we're slurping. Yeah, <laughs> we're slurping. Also, I'm just going to throw it out there. It might be expensive to rent out. Might be expensive to rent out, and also. Do we want to associate ourselves with disgraced chef Mary Batali? Um, maybe we could do an episode with a non-disgraced person about him, but I don't know. Good call. You know what's crazy? Glenn, who said our first, asked our first question, him and I were at Sherway Gardens, one of the most popular malls in the Toronto area, Damn right. Oof, today, out. and we walked by the brand new Italy that just opened up there. Oh. And it was popping. It was like There's a an beehive. There's an Italy at Sherway. Do you want to know, do you know um, Mario Batali's uh, filmography? Yeah. He was on a show called Molto Mario. Okay. He was on a show called Mediterranean Mario. Oh. He was on a show called Mario Eats Italy. Terrifying. He was on a show called Mario Full Boil. Mm, he was in Fantastic Mr. Fox. Wow. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was in The Simpsons. Oh. A tree, Treehouse of Horror 2017. Isn't it weird that to be a chef these days, you have to like, yeah, got to be in Wes Anderson movie too. And <laughs> yeah. The Simpsons. I mean. I know. Um, but yeah, we could, I would love to do an episode in Italy, not about Mary Batali, but like, like about if we did our Paul Bernardo episode in <laughs> Italy while everyone's having a nice lunch or something. That's or, a great idea. Yeah. Shall I go on to question three? Yeah. This uh, question is from Chris. Hey, Evil Men, a longtime listener, first time caller. Just wanted to thank you for uh, a terrific year of content. Um, these episodes are such a blast. Becoming a patron in the last uh, year has been such a wise decision and some of the easiest money a comedy fan could possibly. Uh, spend. I um, uh, just want to thank you for the, the jokes and the education. I love a Jackie episode. I love a Tim Gilbert episode. Ennis Esmer swings by. I'm having a blast. Tom Henry's talking about Bill Maher. I'm hooting and hollering. Um, it's a terrific, terrific show. Thank you so much. Um, I don't really have a question, but similar to, uh, I guess, people on the Discord asking about when Mike will address um, a track-by-track takedown of Hackney Diamonds, I do wonder when Evil Men will address the content that John Cleese is making with GB News. I don't think you've discussed this at all, um, where he is, I guess, uh, attacking sacred cows such as woke culture, um, having conversations with Rob Schneider. Uh, If the thumbnail is to be believed, reprising his French soldier from Holy Grail. Uh, I'm just curious. It feels like that's a perfect circle Venn diagram of some of the interests of Evil Men. Um, uh, So just wanted to hear what your thoughts were there. Uh, love hearing James's uh, uh, bathroom tales. Love hearing Mike describe the double double as the drink of the imbecile. Uh, and then you got Chris Locke showing up, just a jazz man of the mind, just riffing. 
Um, it's such a blast, guys. It's, it's such an honor to be in such a deeply parasocial relationship with all of you. Uh, keep up the terrific work. Love this show. Uh, I hope to God you edit this for clarity or throw it in the garbage. No, I don't think you should edit that. Keep it all in. Absolutely. May I say, because the first two parts were addressed to me, maybe, about Hackney Diamonds. I will listen to it, and I'm willing to do the next bonus episode we do. I can do a uh, full review of it, if you guys are into that. Maybe the next one or the one I actually really think you should. Yeah. Um, As for the John Cleese thing, I know he has a show on the British... Uh, conservative news network GB News he called like, the Dinosaur Hour or something where he's like I'm a dinosaur I'm an old man and he's, it's like shot in a castle and he has interviews with people um, I'll try and watch clips to talk about it but I'm, I truly am waiting for him to finish the Faulty Towers reboot and I want to do a whole side podcast where we do an episode by episode like uh, weekly review of the the rebooted Faulty Towers, I think it would be fun to have a side side podcast like pop up in the feed. Yeah, yeah. like if you did a four part thing on that, or <laughs> yeah. I love that idea. Like you know, yeah. Chapo does. They had like a movie review show yeah. thrown in there. Like uh-huh. why not? Oh yeah, yeah. I think a one off like Mantis series. Would oh be my huge. god, yes, I Massive. would love that. I'm just and hoping- thank you, Chris, yeah. for saying uh, describing me as the jazz mind. <laughs> of the podcast i'm always trying to figure out how to describe how i fit in here and that was really sweet yeah and he said appreciate he loved, it james he said he loves your bathroom yeah sounds. like that touches me too like it is i'm very nice i'm so touched i love being known as that and <laughs> i love that that's the main connector i have with the listeners it, <laughs> so if we were ninja turtles it'd be like michael is maybe uh what would i be like michael is the guy who doesn't like uh, m- most things chris is the jazz man of the mind james uses the toilet a little too much yeah. james, james has the toilet dude <laughs> that's a no, fact it's awesome it's really cool it's fun it's fun being in my position where that's um what everyone thinks of me doing all the time yeah but by the you, way chris. it's very nice that you uh, thank you chris so, that show. was so sweet and, and you yeah. know what? I said this to Mike and Chris the other day. Another spinoff short run series that's just my idea that I think I just want to hear is David Deneen Porter guiding Michael yeah. through anime 101. Imagine, you know, oh my God. that's just such yeah. a good idea. And Mike has to watch anime with David. Can I just stop And David there? has to explain anime. That should be a, what's it called? Twitch. Stream. Oh, yeah. James, I've heard you say that name of that genre of animation before yes and it's always twigged in my mind because you're the only person i've ever heard pronounce it anime oh what do most people say anime oh interesting (laughs) you know what well shame on me i i guess i say anime and what do you say you say it like a girl's name yeah Anime. anime and you say anime i i you're probably right i don't know why i do that shout out to tom henry's sister anime Oh. That's how you say it. Maybe you got sister on the brain. You know what's funny? Sister. Graham Wagner, shout out, pointed out to me that instead of saying, <laughs> what is it? Pseudoscience. Suedo? Yeah, I said suedo. I think I might just. Pronounce. You said suedo science? Well, that's I did, yes. Not, not, I don't, I'm not standing by it. It was just a dumb brain. Mistake. I can picture you saying su su pseudo science. Oh, I love you're that Collins song. Head. Yes. Suedo science. Suedo science. I, I, I'm not. Believe me, I'm not standing by it. I'm just saying it's a thing I did. 
But um, God. I would, I'd be willing to. I'm not opposed to anime. Anime uh, at all. I would let David do it to me and uh, show me anime. <laughs> Michael, I mean. you might want to just revisit yeah, that no. sentence he said. You'd let David do Keep it to it. you? I would let David do it to me. Um, Keep yeah. it in. There's a new, <laughs> my, the final Miyazaki film? Is yes, that? The, Heron? the Heron and the oh, Something. Yeah. I, I want to watch wow. that. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware of th- these things. Um, people can't see this right now, but... Bruno is so fully relaxed in Mike's lap, and Mike's hands are full with one, a microphone, and two, a glass of red wine, and it's the best picture. But I'm not going to take. I feel it. like an evil, like a uh, genius from a uh, James Bond movie or yeah. Inspector Gadget. Remember, he had Dr. the cat. Oh, he had that you cat. Next yes. time, Gadget. You know that was next um. Time. Uh, uh, the guy who played Maxwell Smart was the voice of Inspector Don Gadget. Adams. That's right. Yes. Penny, I was Maxwell Smart. <laughs> um, and then uh, he did a Canadian sitcom, Supermarket or something. Set in the supermarket called uh, Checking Out. No, yeah. how was it called? Don Adams Canadian sitcom. Don, why did Don Adams do a Canadian sitcom? At the end of I his career, too. he was doing a Canadian. What was it called? Oh, if you could Google it. Go Go Gadget Supermarket. Well, Go Go Gadget was probably Canadian because they do uh, so many cartoons here. Was it Nelvana? So maybe that was his connection. But but Don Adams did a supermarket sitcom. I'm honestly proud that Don Adams did a Canadian. uh, (laughs) Get Smart was good. But it was 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 one of those sitcoms that was on at like 2 p.m. on a Saturday, like with She's the Sheriff and Out of This World. These kind of like C-level, D-level sitcoms. Um, I remember the supermarket looking very much like a studio. Yes. I think Check It Out was the name. Check It. Oh, yeah, Mike. There was a show from 1985 to 1988 on CTV called Check It Out. Check there It Out. Don Adams played the Don- manager of a supermarket. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. How come the prices are so high on these canned green beans? And Don Adams is born in New York, New York, USA. He's not even Canadian. No, imagine Oh my god, we got we got America's biggest star. Yeah, Thanks for time. coming here, Don. That's cool. Thank you, Don. <laughs> next question. Uh, our next comment is from Amanda. Hey guys, Amanda here. I'm calling from one of the more evil U.S. states, and that is Florida. I just wanted to say I discovered your podcast earlier this year. You probably had about 70 or 80 episodes then. I listened to the whole backlog. When I was done with that, I joined the Patreon, listened to those. Now I'm loving being in the Discord and getting to connect with you all. So I just wanted to thank the three of you and all of your amazing guests for getting me through some pretty hard times this year and keeping me laughing the whole time. So happy holidays to all of you and cheers to more evil men. Bye. Thank you, Amanda. Amanda, that was so sweet. It's very nice. It's nice to hear from someone from down Florida way. Yes. And I just want you to know, Amanda, that your comment um, helped get me through a hard time I'm having right this moment. Because you're sweating. You're pacing after our big uh, Christmas dinner. I'm full of steak. Yeah. Yeah. We all are having extreme internal distress right now. Can we do an episode every month where we get such sweet comments like that? It's that was really, really nice. nice. Yeah, that, that's the you. nicest one. I it think it makes me wonder: Have we ever done a subject of the show who was like a, a Florida guy? No, I've been to Florida a lot, and I one time I went through the Everglades and saw 
um maybe amanda you've seen this um like is it crocodiles or alligators down there i feel like it's gators gators right right florida gators um their heads are smashed in on the side of the road because people run over gators uh, on the <laughs> in the everglades like how we do squirrels here really yeah oh. damn so have you seen that amanda now <laughs> i'm asking you a question let um, us know and I'll tell thank you, what, you so much for listening yeah thank you amanda and you know what hey i envy that i envy the weather you're getting yeah i went there for the first time last year did you oh that's right you to went miami to miami. Beach. miami beach and the weather was cold and mm. it was a bad trip and then i <laughs> learned that you can smoke inside bars in miami really come on baby don't you want to do the conga you can also smoke a cigarette inside here <laughs> <laughs> Yay. So, Who are the main yeah. people you think of when you think of Miami? Gloria Estefan, no question. The Don Girls. Johnson. Um, Pitbull. Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide. What about Don Johnson? Miami Okay, Vice. Don Johnson. The Golden Girls. Tubbs and Crockett. Set Crockett. in Miami. Crockett. Were they in Miami? Yes. B. Is Arthur? it Tubbs and Crockett or Crocs and Tubbs it? For Miami Vice? <laughs> yeah. Crockett. Who are the music- uh, Crockett? Uh, who's the musicians from Florida? Is it... Uh, I think Casey Dash- and the Sunshine Band. Nice. And where's two live crew from? Are they Miami or are they uh, s- South? They're I mean, Florida is South. I think they're from Florida. Right. Uh, Dashboard Confessional is from Tampa. Right. And what is cool. the guy? Jimmy Buffett. Isn't he Florida? Uh, gotta be. He, he's very Florida Keys. Yeah. Wasting away again. Oh, man. R.I.P. Oh, yeah. You know I've been any? to the Keys too. I've been to the Keys. I went Key to West Key Largo, Hemingway's house. I've been there too. <gasps> I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't where that I, cool? It's really the hotel cool. where I was staying was not. It was like just around the corner from where. Is it Johnny Versace was shot? Ooh, Michael. Who was the guy who was shot? Was it a like a fa- uh, Italian fashion guy was murdered? And there was like a mini series about it. Was it? I think it was um, Johnny Nautica. <laughs> um. Could you see yourself living in Miami, Michael? Oh, in an instant. I have the v- Miami vibe. Uh, I can see myself part of the nightlife. I like to wear nice silk shirts and shorts and uh, you know beach parties, that kind of thing. Yeah. Hey, they got those beautiful... I mean, we don't know where Amanda's from in Florida. Probably, maybe not Miami, but yeah. they got the whole strip on that beach there. It's got that beautiful old uh, Art Nouveau... Uh, Art Deco uh, design right. of the buildings. Mm. That's pretty beautiful. Damn, man. But one time, Kathleen and I parked a rental car right by the beach. We were going to go explore it. And as soon as she got out of the car, this creepy old man grabbed her hand and said, come with me this way. To your, and we had to, to be like, wife, wait, Kathleen? no, dude. Yeah, let her go. What He's the like, hell? Oh, come on. Come with me. No, he was very like confident. Really? Yeah, like mm. he was just going to, he instantly grabbed her arm and was like, come with me right here this way. And we were like, excuse so was he us. a crazy dude or like just a, a player? I don't know. It, he seemed not crazy, more like a crime, dirty crime person. Oh, no. Yeah. What? He almost said your wife's stolen, man. I know. In Miami. <laughs> Time to get some wife insurance come into <laughs> the city where the heat is on all night on the beach till the break of dawn i'm going to miami mi amo a mi amo. is that the will smith song yeah yeah 
And then I remember on a local radio music radio station, they made a Toronto version. Welcome Oof. to Toronto. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Is Toronto like the weird thing is? Is Toronto is cool? Like, because we were talking like, uh, it's not as sexy, but it might be cool. But also cooler, like, but not as. I don't know. Here's the thing: like the Toronto <laughs> that Miami, we know, <laughs> like our friends and the scene that we're a part of. Yeah, it seems like it's. You know, it's awesome. It's fun. It's cool. And yep. we got a good scene here with bars and places Italy we like to go. And the Hockey Hall of Fame. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like celebs in Toronto, like it's they make the, and, my and, average celebs Paul, you see at the Soho House Toronto. Uh, I don't know if they measure up to celebrities in <laughs> in other cities sometimes, you I know. I don't know. It's just but, like I mean, what do you I mean LA like, or New York or Chicago, maybe, yes, but yeah. like well, you're talking like uh, Charleston? Like so also, Toronto. you can't take a dig at Toronto. James instantly gets his back up. All right, gentlemen. Next question. This next question is from Nathan. Hey there. Um, I have a quick question for you guys. Um, I was just wondering, which uh, charities do you donate to and why? Okay. Thank you, Nathan. Great question. Which charities do we donate to? I have one. The oh. one I was donating to, uh, Big Balls for Boys. And it's a charity that gets balls that are big, like volleyballs or medicine balls or um, what are the big balls? Like um, rugby? Rugby balls. We give them to boys, uh, whether they want them or not. And we sort of uh, we blitz a neighborhood. We just run into their homes and, and force the ball into their hands. And then we run out and... Yeah, it's just a fun charity. Michael, I love that. Nice. Chris, what char- what's your main charity? You- I donate to a charity called um, We Got You Boo. And what it is is it's you pay somebody to come over to your house and say, uh, you're not fat, you're just big boned. And then they give you a hug and then they leave. That is really yeah. nice. So I donate to that often because that charity has gotten me personally through many tough times I know on my own, and so uh, you know, I would like to donate and keep them going so that they can help out people like that, um, because I know how valuable that that compliment can be. Well, I donate to a charity called um, Don't Look Honey, and it puts money towards wives um, covering their husband's eyes when uh, a girl with a big butt walks down the street and it oh, puts money toward that. That's an important charity. And it's called yes. Don't Look yeah. Honey and yeah. and it helps I definitely, wives stop. Yeah. You know that meme God. where the guy's looking at the girl? Yes. Bo- so this is like oh, money yeah. toward that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that meme started that charity. Yeah. Don't Look Honey. Yeah. Dot yeah. CA. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Well, thanks for that question, uh, Nathan. Nathan. Yeah. Nathan. Yeah. yeah um, thank you. All right. Let's move on to our next nice. question. Hey there. Um, just a quick follow-up on my charity question. Um, I, I feel like you guys uh, gave, you know, more more joke answers uh, to the question, which is totally fine. I, I understand that you're trying to be funny, but um, I was just curious as to, you know, uh, a sincere answer to the question would be great. Thank you. Oh, uh, we've had, huh. yeah, we've had okay. our bluff called. Fellas, um, I don't. I don't give it. To, I don't give it to, ch- to charity. Nathan, it's true. I was trying, like you said, I was trying to be funny, and I feel bad now because, uh, th- especially this time of year, it is important to 
to give. It's better to give than to receive. And uh, Big Balls for Boys is not a real charity. I will come clean. Um, to be honest, a charity that I do support because it's something that has affected my life uh, and my family, uh, a charity that I give to every year is uh, the Canadian Cancer Society. Um, yeah, so I guess we kind of got busted trying to be funny on have fun like on our comedy podcast but um some say it's one of the biggest comedy podcasts in canada canada that'd be cool but okay so charities for me i guess sometimes at the grocery store if they say do you want to donate a dollar to like children on fire or whatever i'll be like what sure whatever uh, yeah, I don't give to charity. That's about all I do. Can yeah. I say something also? Sure. Just now, I was also trying to be funny because I don't donate to the Canadian Cancer Society. I obviously tried to make a joke by saying children on fire. I don't donate to charity either. Yeah, none of us do. I recently, on a subway, a man asked if I had change, and I pulled out some bills and I looked at them and shook, shook my head quickly and put them away and said, I'm sorry, sir, I don't have any change. And I felt bad about that. But does that, maybe that counts as giving? I mean, I didn't give to charity. Okay, but. full disclosure, not trying to be funny at all. If I ever do have any extra money, I hide it in a box that I can't tell anyone where I hide it. <laughs> What about your wife and kids? They do not know. This what is for me. What the hell, me. dude? You got to share that it's with your wife and kids. It's called an emergency stash. Can I say, if I'm walking down the street, hypothetically, and I see like a gang attacking a little old lady, mm-hmm. like yeah. beating her up like viciously. You'll give her like a dollar or two? Well, no, no, no. I'm saying, no, Chris. <laughs> no. Here I you would, go, miss. Whoa. No, you guys are... <laughs> You guys aren't being serious. What? I, hypothetically, this hypothetical situation, I would intervene, and I feel like that's a form of yeah. Charity. I would do that if if, if I ever found myself. In no offense, situation. Mike, but I'm having trouble imagining you intervening on a gang beating up an old lady. I mean, I would do it because it's would the you, right thing. What to would do. you do though? Well, I would stand up and say, "Stop that, boys!" And I would. You know, so try and stand between them and like push, like push her with one hand. So you'd push, push an her. old lady. No, I would uh, like keep her on one side with one arm and push the boys away with my other arm. <laughs> okay, yeah, I guess. I guess it's you think it's funny. I care, but it's just the way I was raised. I Does guess. this count as charity? Then one time I saw a guy I knew leaving his jujitsu class, hmm. and I told him, even though you take jujitsu, I bet you a hundred bucks i could still kick your ass yeah it's true those guys you probably could too yeah because i'm not gonna let you like hold onto my arm for five minutes and get in the right position to hurt me i think if i've had a drink or two and i have a gun i could take down any man gun to my head i'm not donating to charity Well, there you have it. If you had a gun, you could take down any man. Do you think, Mike, you're telling Probably me... Probably not. 
One of those hardcore Russian the, soldiers? No, no, of course not. Mike, the guy who the guy who the guy who shot Bin Laden, you think you could take him down? You think you can take down anyone from Blackwater? I mean, this is all <laughs> hypothetical. I'm just trying to answer Nathan's question. Why don't you guys get off my back? What charities you think did Nathan think you, you could kill to? Robert J. O'Neill, the man who shot Bin Laden? I just Googled that. He was an Irishman. Can, well, hey, that's nice. You can, you think you could sh- take down the original Donnie Brasco? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what's his name? Robert O'Neill. So here's the pantheon of great Irishmen. I'd say James Joyce. Yeah. I'd say Shane McGowan. Flan O'Brien. Uh, Flan O'Brien. Michael uh, Collins. Michael Collins. I'd say... Uh, Robert his? J. O'Neill. Robert J. O'Neill, <laughs> the man who killed Bin Laden. And the guy from House of Pain. I'd li- oh, yes, Everlast. Oh, yeah, Everlast. I like to think that when Robert J. O'Neill was about to pull the trigger on Bin Laden, <laughs> he whispered to himself... This is for James Joyce and Samuel Beckett and, and also, Oscar Wilde. Yeah. And he shot Bin Laden. <laughs> and, and Bin Laden's last words were, top of the morning. <laughs> and also, win it, win it. How does, how, how does House of Pain, that House of Pain song go, Chris? Dun, Which dun, one? Dun, you know, dun, the main one. Dun, yeah. Jump around. Jump around. Bin Laden be no, I like it up, back it in. Let me begin. I came to win. Battle me. That's a sin. Uh, before he died, <laughs> after the bullet hit him in the eye, Bin Laden turned to the camera and said, Luck of the Irish? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I heard that when Bin Laden got shot in the head. Yeah. He By the Irish at, guy. Yeah, he looked at the camera and said, Didn't I do that? <laughs> oh, like, yeah, that's right. I think uh, Family Matters had just gotten over there. Yeah. <laughs> He had apparently a ton of blank VHS cassettes with Family Matters episodes taped onto them that he was like, yeah, watching in his And some of them spot. were labeled like, this is a Stefan episode. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stefan. Stefan Bin Laden. I heard that when Robert J. O'Neill busted Did into... Bin Laden would sometimes come and talk to his men in like a cool guy persona. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Osama, I'm Osama. <laughs> I'm Osama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Sir, do you still want to wage war against the West? I'd rather just chill. I'd rather wage war Let's against your... Let's not kill the infidels tonight. Yeah. Let's have a little fun. <laughs> 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 I have a manifesto about getting you into bed. (laughs) (laughs) All we've got is this moment. Oh, that song rocks. The 21st century yesterday. Was Michael Hutchins alive for 9-11? He was. Guess what? I think he he hung himself when he found out. Between the first and second planes. (laughs) (laughs) When Osama Bin Laden got shot in the head by your Irish hero... Yeah. He was strangling himself and jacking <laughs> off at the same time. <laughs> so guess what? I just did a show for the first time. Shout out to Canadian listeners in New Glasgow, Nova Scotia, in the theater there called uh, Glasgow Square Theater. The Osama Bin Laden Memorial Theater? <laughs> <laughs> no, but guess what they do have a tribute to? The guy who won the contest to take M- Michael Hutchinson's place. Oh, Jane, says, shit. Yeah. Did he rock? Yeah, he's from New Glasgow. 
Wow. Nova yeah, Scotia, the small cool. town there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Joking Great aside. Great brown sauce pizza there. Mike, you were saying, do they have a memorial theater for Osama bin Laden in Newfoundland? <laughs> Mike, they might as freaking well because Come From Away was a huge yes. boon for the... Yeah, but Newfoundland's was, whole brand, oh, yeah. and that's all. I mean, it's too bad Osama <laughs> didn't live long enough to see "Come From Away" become a huge hit because he's a co-writer. Is he way. in it? I think he is. There's a he song sings a song for sure. View, it's be like, my guest. Be my guest. <laughs> <laughs> I smell two planes. Smell them in the air. Think I'll make them crash into those buildings over there. Oh my god! And then, you know, if, like, yeah. So to answer your question, Nathan, not only do we <laughs> not donate to any charities, we've also got the cruelest sense of humor. Imagine pitching to CBC, <laughs> Osama in Newfoundland. Oh, sure. Mike's asking if he could have more of the wine. I, Vino. I provided for everybody. This next question comes from Kevin. Hi, Chris, Michael, and James. This is Kevin from Mississauga, and I would like to thank you for all of the great laughs that you have given us this year, as well as all the information you've shared about so many evil people. My question is about the most evil person you've met. Who is it, and what was it like dealing with them? Thanks. Thank you, Kevin. It's nice to hear from people from Mississauga. Thank you, Kevin. Um, I like that people are saying thank you for being funny. And providing us with information. <laughs> There's been a few messages like that. Well, we we're, do. We're info people. We are. You might yeah. not yeah. like it, Michael, but we yeah. do give info. Um, most evil person I've met. God, who is that? I'm trying to think if I've ever met like a killer. You know what? Mm. This is kind of inside. Mm. Paul Bernardo, you met him once. We did a podcast. Oh, you know what? We're, we're in the fucking comedy community. Oh, think about right. improviser, improv teachers, yuck stand-ups. That's a good point. <laughs> I think we've there's too many to name almost. I was gonna say through my brother because he's like a big tough man. I met I've met a couple guys who my brother were like my brother was like they're bad guys. Kind of or like they've done some shit. Kind Does that of mean thing. they've killed people on the high seas? Maybe. Wow. So oh, that yeah. that was my initial thought. Like, okay, I've probably met some bad guys through his t- tough man world. But you know what? Uh, tr- just your everyday stand-up comedians uh, and improv teachers uh, are probably worse. No, but it is true. Like, yeah, I've been in scenarios where in small towns, thanks to being a traveling stand-up and stuff like that, Sometimes it'll be someone's idea to go to like a strip club or something. Oh boy. In a small smaller town and some of the people that you come face to face with there are pretty like Yeah, like this is the thing I can't I'm sort of even scared to say it on the podcast because I've heard people talk in the past about killing a fucking guy and damn chris <laughs> some weird shit so damn i would just have to say thank you very much for the question kevin <clears throat> but talking about real evil men that have I mean, we all know a guy lives. who got uh, <laughs> run out of the scene and accused of child pornography i guess that's pretty bad yeah you know uh, what mike yeah. that's a yeah. good point no, honestly but also that's the thing as i guess the main thing i'm saying is just being in comedy you come into some bizarre scenarios. It's not all hee hee and haha. Sometimes it's 
Oh, 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 shit. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what's this? What's it? What's one more story for me? Okay. Once I came home from Comedy Bar, you know, it was probably 1.30 a.m., and I'm, uh, I'm, I took the subway, and I got out at the subway station near my house, and I'm just going to say I, I've never, I, I've probably felt sketched out late, late at night, walking from Comedy Bar in Toronto to my house Probably like twice in like fifteen years, like very, very, very yeah. rare, very, very safe. Blues are pretty like, yeah, very safe. But so I come out of the subway and there's these like five kids, like teenagers there, and a, a little one of the little teenagers says to me like, "Sir, do you know where this street is?" I forget, you know, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, it's just down there." And there was an odd expectant. There was like a. There was an odd pregnant pause in the air. There was like something weird in the air. And the kids are all staring at me. And the little kid's staring at me. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well, see ya. And then I walk up the street to my house. I'm like, that was kind of weird the way these kids were all like asking me a question and all kind of looking at me. Anyway, then in my building, like a week later, there's a flyer on the elevator or something saying some kids have been punching people randomly. It's like happened to a couple people. Be careful. Hey, I I'm positive it was those kids. I think it's good that they decided you weren't punchable. I think it's good too. But I think about it sometimes because <laughs> I could fuck you up. If you get sucker punched, if you mess up your... Well, that happened to me once. You got sucker punched? Is that why you're... Subway station. Yeah, I remember that. Oh. I was uh, coming up the... Uh, coming out of the subway station uh, at Ossington Station. This is very Toronto specific. And I walked out and... Yeah. Uh, walking... To the corner and against the wall of the CIBC bank, like there's like four or five kids. One guy just like they came up to me, and one guy just like kicked me in the balls, and the guy like kicked me in the chest, and then like a guy punched me, and they just like ran away, but they didn't try and like steal anything wow, from me. They just beat you wow. up. And then I was like, I couldn't believe it, and they just <laughs> ran away into the subway station, and I went back there and. I was like, like discombobulated, and then I just went home. Jeez, sorry, Mike. Like, what the hell? Uh, but they didn't try and steal anything. I hate to say this, but they didn't. Interesting, they didn't fight me, but they did fight Mike. Um, well, oh! they, you know what they say: fight the toughest guy in the prison, so you assert your domination. And they they sized you up, James. And they thought hmm, not worth it. In all honesty, Mike, that is horrible, and I'm sorry that happened to you. That's terrible. Okay, take out my Mississauga story because <laughs> I'm like, it's weird. Okay. But one time, like, because we were by, I grew up in between, like, Roy York Islington Station area. Yes. And when I was, like, 14-ish, I started, 13, 14, started going downtown more with just friends and on the subway. And one time... Me and two other friends were on the subway going down in town. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We start laughing at a joke that we made that had nothing to do with this other dude on the subway. But then the dude comes over. And I'm like 14 years old. He comes over, sits right beside me, and looks me in the face and goes, I'll shoot you in the face. And I'm like, mm. ha, 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 what? And he's <laughs> like, I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you in the face. And we were like, I was like, let's get off the subway. And then the next stop, we got off and then waited for the subway to tri- go until another one came and then got back on. Because I was only 14, so I was like a bit oh, yeah. wigged out. Like, 
Oh, um, I would to like today. I would get off that subway <laughs> if someone said that to me. God. Yeah, like I think he thought we were laughing at him, but we weren't. But so someone looked me dead in my eyes when I was fourteen and said, "I'll shoot you in the face." <laughs> well, and I was like, "Why? <laughs> Why?" Um. So I, that's that guy was kind of evil. Yeah. No question. All right, so here's a written question. This is from Lisa. Lisa, you know, Lisa, we love Lisa. It's your birthday. She's on the Discord. Uh, she comp- helps us uh, organize Evilometer. We love Lisa. Lisa writes As a teen, I went through a phase where I got in trouble with the police a lot, even having my fingerprints and DNA taken on one occasion. What's the most trouble each of you ever have been in, and what's the story, and what was your punishment, if any? I mean, maybe we kind of got into that a bit, but have you guys ever gotten into major trouble? Like, honestly, I don't think I've ever really gotten in that much trouble, realistically. I don't have a good one for that. Mike, I mean, I know you went to jail for that assault of um, yeah, your ex. Yeah, and that's sort of ongoing, but it's like in, in, on the back burner. Uh, in uh, Not even high school, in like eighth grade, there was like an older kid, maybe it was like seventh Seventh or eighth grade, there was like an older kid in the neighborhood named Selby who like didn't talk much. And he was friends with my friend Jeff. And we were hanging out once in like a uh, strip mall in like the alleyway behind the strip mall. And uh, out of the blue, this guy Selby just like took out a matchbox and lit a match and just dropped it in a dumpster. And we were like, oh, okay. And then we hung out for a bit and we started like walking home and we noticed like the dumpster was like fully on fire like huge flames uh, reaching to the skies and we just like ran home and then the fire department came and then like they I think my friend Jeff like went there and admitted to the fire department that like his friend had done it or something and then I got like a phone call about it and it was like I was never Nothing happened to me, but I was like, something could happen to me. Uh, That's scary, yeah. Mike. Yeah, but because a white trash kid from Oshawa lit some garbage on fire, I thought, like, I'm going to go to jail. I'm going to be a prisoner They're going to love kids like me in prison. Yeah. Hey, what you in for? We hear you set a, a garbage can on fire. Yeah. I'm in for double murder. What about you? <laughs> I'm 14 and I, my friend's... Well, a silent boy I know set a garbage can on fire and I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah. On, uh, yeah, I, I've never really gotten in very mu- that much trouble, like, realistically. Uh, me, <laughs> me and my friend uh, co-conspired to steal... Two Live Crew's greatest, weirdly enough, because we brought it up for Miami, <laughs> a Two Live Crew's greatest hits cassette from HMV and got busted. And the police had to, they took us to the back room. They searched our pockets. And weirdly enough, I had one half of my, one side of a nickel I had in my pocket was had hash stuck to it on the other side. Oh, God. And they didn't see it, but they still drove me home. Uh, and talked to my parents. So I didn't get a full-on arrest like record, but the police drove me home in a police car and oh. talked to my parents in the kitchen about that I was stealing at HMV. 
Damn, man, your parents must have been fucking pissed at you. Again, I'd pull your pants down right then and there. A rude cassette. (laughs) Go to town. On top of everything. I know. That's the thing. Two Life Crew, man. Uh, Yeah, and I used to listen to Two Life... This is bad. I used to listen to Two Life Crew, Ghetto Boys, EZE, NWA, Ice Cube, Ice T on my Sony Sports Walkman (laughs) at night in the dark and being like, Please don't let my mom come in here and ask me what I'm listening to. <laughs> I should never have heard oh, all nothing, those words. Nothing, mother. Phil Collins only. Yeah. I can hear something in the air tonight, and it's bad words. How did your... So did your friend fuck up putting it in his pocket or something? Or It's... Well, I kind of always got framed as his bad friend. But really, like, I noticed... Like, we were looking around, and I noticed that... The security tag was basically falling off the cassette. So I was like, oh, we could steal this. Like the tag's basically falling off. Like the thing that sets off the the alarm when you walk out the door. So I took the tag off and told him to take the tape. And he did. And so when when he got in trouble, I think he blamed me and said, Chris told me to do but it. But someone saw you guys doing this whole thing? Yeah. Like one of those secret shoppers or whatever. Nowadays, you could just look it up on YouTube and like Mike yes. does and listen to. Nowadays, if you want to steal a tape, you gotta. Nowadays, if you want to steal a tape, you just go to a, you don't go to HME. We go to YouTube.com and yeah. press play. Um, next, <laughs> next question, uh, written question. This yeah. says, "Hey fellas, huge fan. Thank you. Love Thanks. what you guys do, both on the podcast and off." I especially love your live shows. I've been to two, and I can't wait for the next one. Nice. My question for you three. If you could hang out with any of the evil men or women you featured on the podcast, who would it be and why? Cheers. Tess. Thanks, Tess. Thank you, Tess. Oh, we've talked about this. Some of the scammers, like, um, some of the scammers are pretty fun. Like, Mike, you, I think you did a... In, like a 19th century European scammer who seemed really fun. Well, the guy who sold the Eiffel Tower or whatever. Yeah, yeah. that guy seemed pretty fun. <laughs> like, you don't want to hang out with anyone who yeah. killed anybody. Or... I'm, not, I'm not having dinner with Bruce MacArthur, the Toronto Gay Village killer, no. anytime soon. Um, that was a great episode. That uh, was good. Thanks, Tess. And thanks, Lisa, too. I forgot to say thanks to Lisa. I would say because it's funny to a, up to a point... Um, What's his name? Uh, Lou Perlman would be funny to meet. Oh my god! But, I would, I do. You know. I would fucking love to. Like, okay, guys, we've got a weekend with Lou Perlman in Orlando, <laughs> and he's he's balling out. He's taking us to all the best yes. nightclubs and like restaurants in Orlando because he thinks we're hot guys. I would love that. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. go in his blimp, like hell yes. <laughs> I would love to hang out with Lou to his cousin Art Garfunkel. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And you know what? Remembering that Lou Perlman episode. One of my favorite moments of the podcast history is when we all sang I Want It That Way. Yeah. Yes. Because I love that song. And we were right here. In we your literally living in room. my living room. God, I love that. I would like to at least drink in a tavern during the times of Caravaggio. <laughs> I think that would be a really cool time. It'd be fun. I don't know about hanging out with him per se, but mm. you know, he seemed kind of crazy, but also maybe there was a fun streak to him. Yeah, he likes to party, I think. Yeah. Imagine the sights and smells of uh, that time. That's exactly it. And bummer, his paintings are actually incredible. The yeah. only bummer of it is like, you'd be like, wow, this is so neat. I'm at a tavern hanging out with uh, Caravaggio. <laughs> and then like a, a, a little nail on a wall scrapes your leg. And you're like, oh no. And then you get an infection and die. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, you can die you so get easily. Your leg chopped off. Oh yeah. And, like, they don't even think twice about chopping and you're not your getting, leg off. Hey, you're not getting yeah. anesthetic. No. No. So think about you that. You have to eat a leather strap while yeah. they chop off yeah. your leg with an axe. Yeah. I also like to hang out with spoon liquor from the uh, Icelandic uh, gnomes <laughs> that you yeah. did, Chris. God, I forgot about that. I guess I'd like to hang out with Chevy Chase. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him about what it was like making Fletch. Bob Hope. Yeah. Imagine... A night on the town in Toronto with Bob Hope. Could do worse. Thanks, Tess. Next written question. Hello, guys. Whatever happened to the James Zone? Merry Christmas, Mm. turd. That's our uh, Patreon turd. Thank you, turd, for a thoughtful question. Thank you, turd. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Tess. Thank you, turd. That's a great question, turd. And it's a sad answer. I think it's like, yeah, it is sad. Yeah. No, there's not a sad answer to it. Well, I, I I think the whole podcast has become the James Zone whenever you talk. Wow. Thank you. You know what? Truthfully, I think I just haven't gotten that mad at anything yet. Yeah. But the next time I do, it's a good there so- will be a James Zone. So it's kind of a good sign there's not many James Zoneses. If there's a James Zone every week, I'm having a mental breakdown. <laughs> so it's a good thing that there's not. <laughs> Next cue. Hey, let me know if uh, the James Zones are getting a little overboard. (laughs) The next question says, Hello, evil men. I am an ex-Torontonian living in Paris. My my question to all... Oh, my God, right. Paris Saint-Germain, the football team. My question to all of you is, what do you know of the alt-comedy scene in France? Thanks, and happy holidays to you all, Christian. I know nothing. What I can say is that one time when I was visiting France, uh, I know there's like the, like, there's like French comedy theaters, but it's not like a stand-up club. It's like they do funny plays. But there was a small expat English-speaking comedy community there of like English people, Americans, Australians, whatever. Uh, And I went to... A English language stand-up comedy show in some like basement of a bar, and there was some like American guy doing a show, and it was god awful. It was so bad because you don't have to be good. People just want to hear their language, <laughs> right? Hear, like, ah, the language I speak. Um, and I know that F- France has like a famous comedian who is in trouble always. He or he was in trouble a few years ago for this like signature thing he did on his show where he did like a gesture with his hands that looked very similar to a Sieg Heil. And he was always like, no, it's not um, anything to do with that. It's um, it's a totally different thing. Hmm. Gerard hmm. Depardieu? No, but he's in the news. They just took away his wax figurine from the what wax did he museum do? in Paris because he's been accused by several women of um, uh, uh, sexual assault and uh, rape. Damn, Fuck. I didn't know that. Um, do you know anything about the Paris comedy scene, Chris? <laughs> no, I just know about like the seventies and uh, comedy from Paris that I really like. Um, like that guy, oh, God. See, I don't know it offhand to reference the names, but the guy who was the co-writer of Louis Bunuel's last bunch of movies, he also wrote like some silent comedies with this uh, this famous. Uh, 
So I can't remember right now because it's, it's a like, tough. I'd question. have to Google you it. You don't have to feel pressure. But there's to comedy. Answer. There we, is good comedy that has come from Paris in but, the past. Yeah, but the comedy. <sighs> also, speaking of uh, accidental anti-Semitics or maybe anti-Semitics uh, uh, on purpose, I find the writings of Louis Ferdinand Celine like really darkly funny. He was like a full-on like. Fascist guy, right? Like, uh, Celine. I, I, after in a, after a while, yeah. Journey to the so, end of the night, and like so was Celine. Uh, death Dion. on the installment plan. So was Celine Dion. But yeah, like afterwards, I think he yeah. went a little bit bonkers. Yeah, I feel like closer to home, we can all speak about our closer proximity to French Canadian humor, which seems to be from four hundred years ago. Like their sensibility seems to be from several centuries ago and um still not quite caught up but there's a a french uh comedian that i think jerry seinfeld has been trying to break in america for the past like decade Hmm. who got like a netflix special and he's just not um not caught on anthony jeselnik yeah (laughs) um very good next question and this says imagine it in an english accent Hi, evil man, Poochie here. I would just like to congratulate you on having the easily the kindest, coolest, and most chill Discord I have ever been a, ever been in. What do you think? What do you think it is about your personalities and vibe of the show that has helped to cultivate such a lovely fan base, despite despite some often quite dark subject matter? Thank you very much. Would love to one day catch a show from. Any one of you one day in London. Best wishes, Poochie D. Poochie. Poochie D. Wow. That's so nice. Why do we have Poochie D? Uh, Poochie D. Why do we have such a kind Discord? That's so nice. Yeah. Thank you, Poochie D. Well, I guess we already said, I already said my thanks and compliment about the Discord at the beginning of this. But yeah, you're right. It's pretty chill zone in there. I think. I think like you know, you Mike's not is? on it. Just kidding, Michael. <laughs> Mike I'm just totally kidding. Different. I'm the dark shadow of the internet. No, Mike will be doing shows in the UK again probably soon. Yes, I I don't know. I to be honest, I only set up the Discord because listener Duncan I don't know su- suggested it to me, and because he said Block Party does it and he likes it. So I thought, well, if Block Party does it, we could do it. Yeah. And then I really do enjoy it. It's really fun. If you sign up for the Patreon, it's fun. It's like a chat room. And I don't know. I don't know why it's friendly. We just keep it fun. Keep it light. Keep it nice. It's fun. I just found out that Sean Cullen and I got accepted into the Edinburgh Fringe in the summer. Poochie I know, D, I know if it's you can not London, but maybe if you take the train, you yeah. can see it's us being insane there. five-hour train ride away. Is it close? As I don't heck. know. I'm sorry, but Mike. You're probably doing some in the next few months. I oh. bet in London. Yeah, you have to I let know, Pucci know. I know. I have one for sure in April. I'll I'll, I'll post them as the, as the time be, as we get closer to the time. Amazing. I want to go see the Moors, where the guy turned into a werewolf. Yeah, in American Werewolf in London, <laughs> and I want to see those fields that have the small brick fences ever the stone fences everywhere. Jackie mm. and Elliot always go there. What's that called? God, the I UK, basically. <laughs> Stone so nice. fences. Stone fence. 
Um, that's a, congrats though, Chris. I hope if you go over, that is really exciting. I really want to go. Uh, uh, maybe I'll see you, Poochie D, in August. Our next question, submitted audio question, comes from Kelly. Okay, guys, here's a question for you. I'm an old lady. I'm like 50 years old. And I have friends, but are they really my friends? Like, you know, I just, I want to know how to make friends, like when you're old, because I got rid of some friends, you know, a while ago. And then I got rid of a couple more this last over COVID and stuff like that. Just, you know, cutting off the fat and all that. And I just, it's very difficult to make friends Okay, I'm going to take that back. It's easy for me to make friends. It's hard for me to maintain the friendships. Because, like, you know, you're living in a city. You're busy. you got shit going on. There's all this crap. I'm busy every night of the week. Like, when am I going to see these people? How do you do this? Anyway, you guys are such good friends. And I'm so, like, envious of your friendship. And that's something that really comes through in the show. And I just appreciate it so much. Like when you have your friends on, like Jackie and Tom and Tim and all that, like it's really nice to hear your dynamic and how well you know each other. And there's this level of sort of trust and intimacy that I'm very, I admire that. And I really appreciate it. And it makes me feel like I'm part of that little circle. And you guys are very gracious to also sort of include us in that circle in a way. So anyway how do you maintain friendships? Because I'm not, okay, here's the truth. I'm not going to go out till two in the morning. I'm sorry. I'm not going to uh, clubs and stuff like that at two in the morning to meet up with people and hang out. So just clues, any clues. Also, fuck, Mary kill still stands. Love you. Can I answer? Call of duty. Uh, sign up for call of duty. No, just kidding. Um, Michael, how do you make friends? First of all, the beginning of that message sounded like a confession to killing some friends. I got oh rid God. of some friends recently. I got oh rid of yeah. some more friends. I was like, oh, where, got where are the bodies of. buried? Is it Kelly? Kelly. That is Kelly. And Kelly, Kelly in the previous year yes. said, she, I mean, I don't think I'm talking out of school here because she referenced it again. Yes. Did a, an unprovoked fuck, Mary kill where she would do Chris. Up F. the butt or whatever. She'd marry Mike and she'd kill me. So thank you, Kelly, yeah. for reiterating that and allowing me to re- allowing me to relive that. <laughs> I also just want to reiterate a point I raised a while ago too is like in if you play Fuck Mary Kill, the person that you marry, well, you're gonna be fucking them forever. Yeah. In a way, the greatest compliment was to Mike in yeah, a way. To Mary. Because she probably would have sex with and the sex yeah, only sex gets better Mike forever. The sex only gets better the longer <laughs> yeah, you're together. The more you trust the, each other. The more it, gets, it gets freakier <laughs> each passing month. Yeah. Yeah. I think. And we and Chris, yeah, you would be some basically in a motel, you'd yeah. be some you know, local the, hayseed yeah. male whore, uh, yeah. pardon the word, uh, uh, who would spend one night. Cowboy hat. Yeah. yeah. Big dong know, popping yeah. out of your jeans, probably. Yeah, but honestly, that's all I'm looking for. Mm. But I and think, I would be murdered. Yeah, you'd be murdered. But still. is there sex before the murder, or is it just no? She's murder? just killing me. Yeah, she probably mean, have sex with Kelly me before the murder too. I did enjoy the the FMK 
But you don't need to yeah. bring it up again. But well, anyway. Kelly, I think you answered your own question in the long question you just asked there. And thanks for asking it. But you mentioned that we're all good friends. Well, mm-hmm. maybe what you have to do is start a podcast with some people. Yeah. There's nothing that helps you bond uh, with longevity more than that. You know what it probably... You have a job to do with your friends. That's true. So you stick with it. Through thick and thin, as we've heard over years of doing the podcast. Tonight it was kind of our job to go to that restaurant and get a bit drunk. Yeah, and do bad answers to everybody's nice questions. You know what, in all honesty, I think we all have a lot of friends because we do comedy. That's the thing. And we live in we the city. We have a social job. And it's like, you got your crew of comedian friends, you know? And yeah. if I if I didn't have that, I'm not the most social guy. I probably wouldn't be friends with like four people. That's yeah. the truth. It is hard to make friends as you get older, no, no doubt. Hmm. Um, but if you we are in pals? a hotel room for just one, <laughs> one-off, crazy night, right? Is it just bare bones minimum, like, or is there going to be like leather and like whips? for you and her? Yeah. Hmm. So that's my question I, I, for twenty twenty four. Yeah. Oh, great! I can't wait. I'll be murdered again. No, I think. I think. The idea is like for just pure unbridled, oh my god, take me, take me, and you know, uh, have, yeah. you know, th- th- that's what you're having, Chris. Yeah. With Mike, I, I, I do know what you're but saying. Mike, it does get passionate over no, time. No, but that's true. But I, married with somebody, I do gets better and better think in the game. Yeah. It's it's more about companionship and less yeah. about heated yeah. sex. No offense, yeah. Mike. Well, that's, I mean, no, no. I think she's like, I'm imagining eating dinner, watching TV with Mike. Yeah, it's the higher compliment. She's like, I guess. What if you eat the the dinner you eat is 69ing while watching the news? Mike, I guess, but I I don't think she's thinking about that. It could be every night. I think she just wants your company. But there is someone in the Discord who said, "Uh, I don't agree with the FMK. I would like a retake of it where we all get to say it. And then I instantly knew what she meant. She wanted to probably kill me. <laughs> or at least she thought the idea of anyone effing me was ridiculous. Chris, that's not true. Lots of people would want to F you. I bloody want to you. Lots of people you. wouldn't. <laughs> like, but, how are you talking? Look, Hotel? Take, uh, leather? Are there like What's one of those wooden paddles that you spank butts with? I want one of those. Can we have a... <laughs> A less intense and disgusting version of Fuck, Mary Kill where it's like mm. kiss, hug, kill. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that is a good point, Mike. It's a bit rude to be Fuck, Mary Kill. Kiss, hug, kill would kiss, be good. Kiss, hug, kill. <laughs> James still gets killed. I still get killed. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, you know, I don't, I, yeah. I, I actually, like, the truth be told, I'm not, I don't think I'm very sensitive to this kind of thing. I really don't, I think it's very funny. But I do wonder, you know, Kelly's reiteration here. I know, think she, something that doesn't get, she's just not a James. James head, is like, and that's okay. No, no. James is like a big, here's the thing. Mm. You subtly lessen my value. You, you, here's mm. the thing. I, you, <laughs> You're very kind with complimenting my posture, my oh, strong back, absolutely, my butt, yes, my hairy chest, yes, <laughs> and you say, "Chris, 
Lots of girls want to have sex with I you. I do say this. But I think that's a subtle thing no. that lessens my value. No. Because, no, because here's the thing. When you plant that seed in people's minds... You don't believe me. You no, don't think no, I'm being authentic. No, you're mostly being a proponent for yourself at the end that's of the day. That's bullshit. Because what you do is that's when you bullshit. go, Chris, lots of people want to have... I'm actually offended. I'm you. actually offended right now. Okay, but listen, just listen <laughs> to my point. Okay, because what you do when you do that is you plant a challenge no. in people's minds to think. No, I don't think that way about Chris. No, and then you get more people being like, "I need to tell James that no. he's the one that no. I'm sexually attracted to," which I'm a hundred percent. I'm going to die on this because hill. no, You're I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this, which doesn't get said on our podcast often. <laughs> Uh, both James and Mike are incredibly sexy men. Thank you. Who, yes. 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 F F F. In my opinion, uh, or then, whatever you want with K- me, K- but F F for sure. Wait a second. No, no, Mike, no. <laughs> but you guys are very smart, very sharp, and handsome, Thank and you. fit. And obviously, you have these beautiful women that desire you, which is always attractive. Uh, I guess I just said that your wife and your girlfriend are beautiful. But I clearly, that. they are beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're all lucky. We beautiful women like us. We're your very, very lucky. <laughs> Thanks, James. <laughs> but like the thing is, is what I'm saying is, is, yeah. So like. I forget. No, I hear you. But anyways, <laughs> more people. <laughs> Is there any of that Toro Bravo? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Left. All right. Now, Chris, I hear what you're saying, and I appreciate it. I have to look it, after my kids tomorrow. But, but I have to say one thing. How dare you question? You're sexy. Both of you guys are sexy. Thank no, you. Chris, and you're every, sexy. Everybody should. <laughs> I know that there's lots of people that think. But I'm just saying, how dare kill you question? Kill Chris. There's lots of people that think kill Chris. How dare you question when I compliment you on your... On your butt and on your How hair. How dare you? How dare you suggest that's coming from a place where I, I want to compliment back because it's not. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Um, but I appreciate the compliment. And Kelly, you know what? You go, girl. I don't mind that you want to compliment. We all just it's yelled okay. at each other that we're sexy. And I think that's... And what, we need more of that important. on this, Tim. This, yeah. the, the purpose of this show is a, is a male yeah. bonding Whether experience. Whether it's conscious or not, Sorry. James, when you constantly <laughs> say, Chris is sexy, Chris is sexy, yeah. everyone wants to have sex with Chris... It does. It is a trick that plants in people's mind to dude. challenge them. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Nobody's dude. sitting at home going like, "It's true. It's true." Yes, they are. That's no, your own self-esteem. No, no, no. If I say I think they're you're saying... sexy, it's because I think you are. There's nothing more to it than that. <laughs> if I say you're sexy, it's because I think you are. Listen to me, buddy. <laughs> this is gonna be our own. Uh, what's that, Colin? Oh, the banshees of insurance. The banshees of insurance. I no, don't want to be your friend anymore. You don't believe much, me when I say you're sexy. I've got too much amazing podcasting to do, and I, our, your friendship is getting in the way of it. I love how Irish we all are these days. And oh, yeah. The older you get, the more uh, Irish the more you Irish get. <laughs> you know, I've noticed I'm shrinking and getting more Irish. But I want to say that... <laughs> No, I'm just saying, man. When you I get the t- point I'm saying. I- both of you guys <laughs> no, get no, the point. No. But both just- of you guys get the point I'm saying where you constantly overcompliment somebody 
in a way, you're subversively planting in other people's heads a challenge to go against your praise because okay. they want everybody wants to be different and unique. So they're Chris? not going to sit there and go like, and I'm not defending myself. I don't need to be sexy and sexualized, Chris. But you're making people be like, I don't want to have, I don't no. want to f Chris. No. I don't think he has a Listen. strong back or a nice hairy butt. If I if I complimented someone hoping for that, yeah. I, I wouldn't like them. But I do care about you and like yeah. you. And when I say That's that, I nice. mean it. Thank you. So if if I do appreciate if I, if it, I was it's very nice. complimenting someone and hoping, James, this would if you mean, think I'm as sexy as you say I am, I really appreciate that. This reminds me of the <laughs> of the miniseries Bruno. Band of Brothers, <laughs> where all the guys in the trenches are telling each other like, "You're sexy." You're yeah, sexy. yeah, and they're, they they actually get killed because yeah. yeah, yeah. they're too sexy. arguing about yeah. who's the sexiest. Good convo, Chris. Just know that the compliments are real. That's really nice, and also <sighs> no. It, even if it's a philosophical thought, it was mm. nice to get it out there. I like it. Mm-hmm. And also credit to Kelly, because you yeah. want someone to provoke you into conversation. And yeah. Her question was, how do I make friends? And it ended with uh, us yelling, no, you're sexy. <laughs> sexy. <laughs> we don't know how to make friends. You're sexy, you son of a bitch. Uh, Kelly... We need to know where you live, I guess, because I don't know what's going on. It sounds like you live in a place where not much is going on. I think she's been to our live show. Yeah. Well, hang yeah. out. Talk yeah. to people. There's lots of nice people that come to those. Hmm. Next question Sorry. is Next question is from Tim. First question. What movie is this from? Hello, boys. No. And my actual question, how many listeners do you have on average? for the show these days. Thanks. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, boys. What's that from? Hello I have no idea. boys. Is that from, God, I don't know, like Dick the, Tracy or something? Is it from the spoof adult film Edward Penis Hands? Oh, my. Hello, boys. I don't know. I don't it know. It wasn't British. I, well, he didn't do it very British. I don't know. You kind of, re- I don't know. Thanks for the question, Tim. And how many listeners? Hello, do you have? boys. That feels gauche to say publicly. Well, it's something. It's between. What? Let's say it's between one hundred and one million. Yeah, it's in the thousands. I'll say that. And so to brag. Yeah, but yeah, we're doing. It good. Feels gauche to say. Hello, boys. Is that like someone saying hello, boys, and then opening fire on them? Is that from Kill Bill or something? I don't know. Hmm. That was For more some of a reason, karate the first movie. movie that popped into my head is Dick Tracy with Al Pacino as. <laughs> Like squish face, man. Squish face, dick. <laughs> Next question, Tim. We had too much to drink. I know, but it's heating up now. I'll try I, I it feel, again. Sorry if the yeah. start of the episode was slow, but it's heating up. It's slow because of all the food in our bellies. No. Um, next question, also from Tim. Question two. The answer is Randy Quaid from Independence Day when he's about to kill the aliens. Second question. How many listeners would you need to fully retire from all other work and focus on the podcast? And follow-up follow question, would you even want to do that? Thanks. Thank you, Tim. If our podcast was the main income, that, that would rule. Truthfully, no, I'd rather struggle and do this on the side also. <laughs> <laughs> truthfully, my genuine dream is we could make enough money doing this 
that it even just covers like our bills and then we could mm-hmm. really focus on it do more yeah. do way more <laughs> and that and then i just get to have fun with you guys and yeah. genuinely i would be completely satisfied with my professional life if that was true I think and we're we, trying we're working i think hard. we need like yeah. something like two or like 2500 or 3000 pat- patrons to make that happen or something you think to that like, much to like just like live off the podcast but it, yeah, it maybe you're right there are so many podcasts Everyone has so many different subscriptions to zillions of things that it's it's hard to get people to you know understandably devote any time well, or money to anything. Well, you know what, Mike? the amount of listeners and pa- and 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 Patreonios that we have just even now is really incredible and lovely. Yeah. So yeah, I feel like even in a small little cult status that we're experiencing right now. We're very, very lucky, and we do have other jobs. Obviously, we do work in the biz, so you know the support that we get from our fans and listeners, even on this little level, um, helps out, and it's really enjoyable. So I don't know. Yeah, like truthfully, I, 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 I would take a different point of view, Mike. Like I think it's it's crazy. It's really cool that you know you kind of create your own. It's almost like your own little mini business, and the people are find it and are excited to support it. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I would, I would love, I I have my own little goals of Patreon hits and, you know, I, uh, I would love it if we could just sort of like this could cover the cover, even the basics. And then we, it could be like more of a focus because it's so fun. I, I, when I, you know, doing comedy and stuff, like I did lots of stand-up and that sort of stuff, and I love doing the podcast. I really love doing it. It's really fun. It's a lot. I do find it more rewarding for me personally, I think, than stand-up because Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier to reach a lot of people and easier for them to support you. It's really fun. To me, the goal is like to make enough money for that, like that each of us every month could cover our bills for Cialis and Imodium. (laughs) The yeah, that'd be the dream. I we we record this podcast most of the times on my old busted ass Zoom H4N that I bought in 2014 to start doing Utopia to Me, which is an old podcast I used to do, and it's literally breaking to pieces. And a while ago, I was like, I should buy a new Zoom recorder, eh? And James is like, Well, yeah, sure, we could cover that with a Patreon. And there's a part of me that's like, Oh, really? Like I didn't even think of that. I just thought, ah. Oh, I'll take one for the team and buy a new recorder. But yeah, we we are getting a little bit of money in the bank that supports you know what? what we do for the podcast. And that's even like wonderful to know just for me because it's like, oh, thanks, guys. And you know that's what? That's really sweet. Let's not even be humble. We're, you know, we're doing well. It's good. It's not even just a little tiny little bit. We're doing well. <laughs> you mean <laughs> yeah i don't want to just i don't want to it's like a, such a canadian thing to be yeah you we're know? killing it yeah that's exactly it we're killing it exactly. yeah i hate the canadian cliche shit yeah. or pussy ass shit <laughs> we're killing it um, the best i just want to say to tim thank you we love you tim sent two other questions we don't have time but i love those two and thank you tim thank you tim next question comes from Adrian. Dear Evil Men Boys, this is Patreonio Adrian here uh, with a question for your end of year episode. Uh, For each of you, who is your ultimate dream guest and which evil man would you want to discuss with them? 
Thanks for being such great, sweet, kind, funny dudes. I love you. Call me. My dream guest. Thank you so much, Adrian. You the best. My dream guest would be He-Man, and we would talk about Skeletor. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. (laughs) Yeah, he's just a a jerk. (laughs) Don't you think he sucks? I would love to hear He-Man's, like, chill take on Skeletor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Skeletor was born in 451 AD. Yeah, um, good one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with that. That's a great. It's a great answer. Damn. I mean, so, I don't know. We were all talking about Steve Coogan at dinner. That'd be cool. Oh, who would Steve? Coogan I tried talk to get for though? our hundredth episode. I tried to get Limmy. Oh, Scottish imagine guy. we had Rob Brydon as a guest talking about Steve Coogan oh, as the evil man. That would be so even though we good. all mega mega love Steve Coogan. Yeah, I'm sure he, we. Even he would probably ha- like talk about his bad days. Mm. Mike, for me, my ideal guests plural uh, for an Evil Man episode would be the Property Brothers. <laughs> They'd come on, and we would do it in a airtight room. And while we started recording, I would press a button under my chair, <laughs> and poison gas would be released. And so, would we have gas masks? We no. But they would, we would die. I guess they would die, but we would also, I guess we so would also So murder-suicide. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mike, you never, <laughs> you never think of a way of murdering people without you dying at the same time. <laughs> it's like we'd have gas masks. No. I didn't think it through, but I won't change it retroactively. Yeah. That's so funny. I'm a man of honor. Next question is from Alan. Good evening, gentlemen. This is John Sex Machine Diefenbaker, Canada's 13th and sexiest Prime Minister. Galen Weston has been kicked in the head by a horse. Because of his severe brain trauma, he's giving away all of his money. You three are the recipients of $1 billion. What are you doing with it? Collectively? Individually? Choice is yours. Thanks for listening, and thank you for the great show. Have sex. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alan, I I can answer that question instantly. I know immediately we'd buy Chris a new Zoom H4N. Recorder. Yes. Yes. Would a billion dollars cover that? (laughs) Most of it. I'm bad with money. Billion dollars. Then we go out for a nice dinner somewhere, and then I guess just like... I don't know, piss away the rest of the money over the next coming years. I would rent an airplane for all three of us, and then I would buy an inflatable dinghy, and then I would try to recreate with me, Mike, and James that stunt they did in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, Mm. where they have to jump out of the airplane, inflate the dinghy in the sky. Mm. And this is only going to be like a few hundred dollars, maybe. Yeah. To do, but then you land on the dinghy and in like a waterfall and go down a river in India. Do you remember that from Temple of Doom? No, I haven't seen that in a long time. I would love to try to recreate that stunt. For one, of course, that leaves would it be millions and millions and millions of dollars left over? Would we film it, or it would just be something we do? Something we do. No <laughs> old school. No one holding their phones. No filming it. Filming we're, it. We're just living in the moment, experiencing it. Living. Yeah. I would love to just make yeah. a memory that's not yeah that's on the beautiful. phone. Like I for would, TikTok. Um, 
I think we would use some of the money. I'd love to make our own independent Marvel movie. That's like, <laughs> oh my god! We don't have the rights to use what the about characters. Mini Michael, amazing. Mini Michael, a- and the Marvel character is like a tiny little yeah. Mini Michael, and you're the size of a marble. Yeah. Well, what about if it's just Mike as the Incredible Hulk, and even when he transforms into the Incredible Hulk. It's still Mike with just green makeup on <laughs> and, you and no shirt on and ripped jean <laughs> or shorts. Or he still has a sweater on. <laughs> and James, you could be Sp- Spider-Man. Sure. Spider-Man. And you don't have to dress up in the costume if you don't want to. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris, what would you like to be? Batman? Superman? Well, it's Marvel. I don't care, though, because we're not doing it with the copyright. We're not doing it the right way? Yeah. Then, yeah, Batman. Or Ninja Turtle. Right. Um, we could do a movie. I, I would like to Mike. be Yojimbo. You could be Yosagi Yojimbo. Yeah, I would like to be. No, I'd like to be Yojimbo from the Kurosawa movie <laughs> Toshiro Mifune. So I'll be Mini Mike. You'll be Spider Man. Sure. And you'll be Yojimbo, and that'd be a good use of. I'd actually the, like yeah. to make up a character because I love the Blue Jays. What if uh, I'm the Blue me. Jay? What if I'm I the Blue like Jay? I would like to actually make yeah. up a character. Well, I, I would, would actually like to make up a character. You'd like to be the Blue Jay. <laughs> yeah, and I, I have it. a big beak and I have blue feathers. What is your uh, right, superpower? Right. Um, I poo on people like a bird poo. Oh, oh. yikes. If I, had a, if I had a billion dollars... If I, I had a billion dollars, I'd be a Blue Jay superhero. <laughs> I'd go to... I'd convene a conference of the top doctors in the world. Yeah. And I'd say... How do you keep me alive indefinitely? So you'd be like that billionaire who's like, I'm, I'm going to be young and he looks like yeah, shit. Yeah, but more uh, low-key. I would say, make me look like Matt Reif. <laughs> I'd get all the doctors and say... You should get so much facial work done. I would. To look good. I would. Yeah, James, you should get so much facial work done. Because the more you have done, the better and uh, cooler you look. I-, I would get all the top doctors mm. and say, here's some money. Keeping how do how do you keep me alive as long as possible? I'd get all the top scientists and say, "What's the deal with getting consciousness into a computer? Because I don't ever want to die. Yeah. Put my brain into that. Figure that out, guys. Yeah, singularity. Mm, I'd buy, you know, I'd buy a beautiful mansion. You're a gamer too, so I'm imagining. You're I would definitely get games. Mm, I already have a PS5, but when PS6 comes out, I will get it. Yo, what about this? <laughs> Give me a smoothie. That has all the nutrients in it, and I only need to drink it one day, once a day. Sure, I be remember. Open to remember that? that. What about this? <laughs> you have a billion dollars, and you can choose to have any roommate on the planet. <laughs> you need to be like my roommate's the Pope. And oh, what about <laughs> this? Scientists make yeah. it so that all I ever eat is jujubes, and I don't get sick, and I mm, have I don't all- like candy. That much. Oh, I just had juju. Oh, but today hey, I, I pay awesome. somebody to cure my damn gluten intolerance. That would be nice. Right. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. I'd also, I'd get a beautiful estate. You know, maybe <laughs> Caledon Hills. I'd get in north of Toronto. I'd get a beautiful. But don't you? What the hell? I'd get a, a billion dollars. I would go back to Caledon. <laughs> no, so I could be there in the summer. I'd get a beautiful yeah, place summer. for the winter in Hawaii or Mexico or south of France. Yeah, yeah. I'd get. Um, I'd get a place maybe uh, in England or Ireland, you know, somewhere in Europe. It's yeah. almost like in ancient the ancient world, people like the Babylonians when they were asked to like draw like when they drew a map of the world, it was just Babylon. 
like, I'm just telling you where I'd live if I could live anywhere. I'd have three or four places, you know, my home, and then somewhere hot, and then somewhere cool. I thought you you had Mr. Space. No, I think it's too unreliable. And if I had this much money, I wouldn't want to die in a rocket. (laughs) I would. It's too risky. What if I, I have too much at stake? Would you? Yeah. But that's what I do. I'd have yeah. I'd have house at home, house hot, house somewhere <laughs> exotic, or maybe like um, where's that island off India that's like, um, fuck, I'm blanking. But there's like a beautiful island off India that's like a a, a resorty Vancouver. kind of like Vancouver. That's it. I'd maybe get a place there. What's the resorty island, island off of India? No, there's like a beautiful island where like it's not an island, but I know Goa is a is a like. Vacation Maybe that's what I'm thinking A lot of people of. go out there. They go out there, and it's Portuguese oh. influenced because oh. they oh. can oh. call oh. it. So cool. And I would rotate and try. I would basically rotate between cool houses, <laughs> try to live forever. Oh, and if I had enough, I'd try to buy a sports franchise. Jeez. Maybe Louise. a lower level like Hobnob with Ryan Reynolds. You couldn't buy now like a. Would you buy the Toronto Blue Jays and move them to Caledon, Ontario? Couldn't afford it. How much dollars? No, they're more than that. What? Mm. But I, I, I could maybe buy like a lower level soccer team or something. That'd be cool. You could buy Wrexham United and move them to Caledon. Yeah. Or if I bought like a second tier, yeah, I buy a second tier British soccer team. I'd le- you can't move really a soccer team. I'd leave them where they were. Right. Hey, for real. Yeah. When you buy like a football club, yeah, um, do you basically make your money back in one year with like advertising and like merch? Well, I, I only know on top it, of tickets. I know obviously. in North American sports, the values of the teams explode so much that when owners are like, "I lost ten million dollars this year," you know, they they probably bought the team ten years ago for. 300 million and now it's worth like 900 million so people are like yeah. who fucking cares yeah, yeah. I don't think the economics of European non like elite level European teams are quite so dramatic for whatever uh, reason so I don't know I don't know but I'm sure like Ryan Reynolds making it part of a TV show and all that I'm sure he's made his money back right but generally speaking in the last like 40 years if you bought a sports team you're You've made so much money on it, even if you lose money year to year. So it's always bullshit when the owners are like, "I don't want to make money," because you've probably, if you've owned it for any length of time, you've probably made an absolute right. insane amount. Right. Here's a question: What did I say I'd do with the money again? Um, oh, the oh. fucking Indiana Jones stunt. <laughs> I didn't think about it as much as James did. James, would you buy a? Those pl- are all the things I would do with infinite money. Would you buy a place That's, on? Well, it's not infinite; it's a billion. Well, a lot of money. Would you buy a spot on the Blue Jays team? No, and like I oh, but here I, he is, first baseman somehow because he's got a deep w- wallet. I could, James Hartnett. I could try to buy my in, my way in. That'd be as so like funny if you owner, made like yourself a, a Blue owner. Jay, and you played <laughs> in blue like in jeans. Like you didn't even you dressed like a you like know a, uh, like oh, a oh the first baseman has brought his PS five out uh, onto the field. You know when uh, Ted Turner first bought the Atlanta Braves, yeah, he sat in the dugout in the in his in the uniform. And people were like, what the hell? Right. Oh, boy. Ted Turner, eh? He's got that giant property on Montana. Does he? In Montana, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, just like... 
He basically, you know, like those beautiful vistas of Montana you see that are just like... Tom Cruise has a place in Montana, too. Yeah. I consider Montana. I'm open to anywhere. That's just the countryside I know, but I'm open to like anywhere in the countryside, anywhere hot, anywhere like interesting. Hey, you know what I found out only this year Mm. and I'm like an idiot? Um, cause I've been, luckily when I was younger, I, I got to go skiing a few times in Whistler Blackcomb area mm-hmm. in uh, BC, but I've never been to Banff mm-hmm. and I've found out that there's a, some comedy shows you can do in Banff and I'm like killing, uh, my agent to get me out there now. Shout out Morgan. Morgan. What up? Uh, but like Banff is the Rockies, but mm-hmm. all those mountains Whistler Blackcomb and all that. They're not the Rockies. I thought really? I'd been on the Rockies. Those yeah. are the Rockies. Someone was... Well, I didn't look it up. Someone told me it's like this Pacific Northwest mountain range and it's not the Rockies. Look it up. Yeah. they said they're it's, in Alberta. So that's Banff. No, the Rockies go all the fucking way down. Like It's one mountain chain. That's Western Canada I down through the Western thought. United States down through Mexico. Am I crazy? Yeah, but check where. No, dude, you're. you're I mean, you're right. I'm looking at this, but I, I honestly think it's like a. No, I'm, it's like a well actually thing. Someone said. Yeah, yeah. So what are those mountain ranges called that are like ski resorts in BC? Whistler is some commenter. Whistler is not the Rockies. Yeah. Whistler is the in the Coast Mountain Range, a completely different chain coast of mountains mountain from range. the Rockies. Wow, hey, what a ring what? to it! I look at a goddamn map. They there's look attached big, to it, right? Yeah, there's a big That's chunk of mountains. That's why I thought that, because I've looked on a fucking map exactly. before. Exactly. You see a big fucking chunk of mountains go down the west side of North America yeah. through... But technically... Okay, it's, you know... So someone corrected me, me when I was out That's, there a month ago. I'm, I mean, I'm sure it's technically true, but you know what we fucking mean. You, you see, know you look what at the a, fuck. Look at a topographic map. It go, you know. Look, have you guys ever been out there? Whistler Blackcomb or anything like that? No. When you're I've at been to the, Banff. Oh, so you've been there. So have you been at the peak? Like up on the yeah, top? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's really so cool. So it's probably the same. When you're up there and you look 360 Vista yeah. and everything is just like snow-tipped giant rocky mountains, like what the fuck are you going to call that? Give me a break. The whole, as far as the eye can see. The tippies. A, tippies. Just a <laughs> bunch of tips that I want to suck on. <laughs> can I say one thing? We should call our mountain range in Canada the titties. <laughs> I was just going to say, I hate the word titties. I don't like it. It's a bit crass. I don't like it. It is the. I would never use it in a million years. It is the commonly used word for for breasts, though, like in our culture. I'm with you, Mike, but I. I also agree, though. I don't use that. It's a bit crass. I could never. I can't imagine Mike saying that. It's a bit Legion Hall. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's just it's a bit at the pub. But I also find it's a bit corny, like titties. I don't know. To, to, to but me, we're just trying to be crass to, to the kind of say, people to, to, who have breasts. And, sure. Yeah, but I just do want to say that my friend Brendan and I, when we were growing up, we created our own name, um, and it was Thingamajugs. Sure. I think titties is sim- is like in the same vein as saying vajayjay. It's just corny. Vajayjay is gross. Stupid. Because you prefer the term vajayjay. <laughs> I say vajindo. Mm. 
No, you'll never hear me saying titties. FMK. <laughs> FMK. JJ titties, and cha-cha. <laughs> how, how many questions do we have left? Two. Next That's, question. The next question comes from Ennis. Yes. Hi, James and Mike and Chris. Um, I love your show. And my question is, who would win in a fight if the three of you just started fighting each other? And what would each of you do in a fight? What do you think are your skills, strengths, and weaknesses? Also, what would start the fight, do you think? And how do you think the fight would go? Please be as specific as possible. I love your show, and I love you guys. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Ennis. Ennis. A sweet way to end your question. Oh, ho, ho. Great. Uh, Ennis always, when, when, when he's a guest, he brings it. He's got oh, yeah. research. He's yeah. great on the mic, you know. I think I know what would start the fight. Ennis ain't no half-stepping Esmer. Mm-hmm. He goes full Monty. Here's what I, was, I know what would start the fight. We'd mm. be at a cottage doing one of our, mm-hmm. you know, work getaways. Which yes. we didn't do in 2023. We didn't. No. And I would wait until, and then Chris and I would be, in a room, and then we'd wait in the middle of the night until, like, James, you went to the bathroom. Yeah. And then you'd close the door, and we would bars the door down, <laughs> and we'd have a camera, and we'd be taking a video of you on the toilet. Having diarrhea. And you'd okay. get mad, and then, yeah. while you're on the toilet, we'd start fighting. But all three of us would start fighting. Wow. Yeah. Maybe, I'd start fighting you, Chris. <laughs> maybe because you went to maybe. punch James, but your elbow hit me in the eye. No, you know what would happen? So you guys play this prank on me. <laughs> yeah. I'm in there. Yeah. Maybe we put saran wrap over the toilet bowl so yeah. your diary is spraying back onto yeah. your ass. Right. And I'm going, no. And also, there's a noose over the toilet, and we've put your head into the noose. What well, ha- people listening that don't know, whenever mm. we rent a place anyways, like even if we go on the road for stand-up or even to do a live, Mike just has this impulse. He always instinctively puts a hangs a noose <laughs> above a toilet anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel more comfortable yeah so it's there anyways so yeah the noose is there here's what happened you guys play the prank i'm in the toilet and i start crying no yeah chris actually starts feeling bad yeah and he goes we shouldn't have done that mike basically has a heart of stone mike would just be laughing at me yeah chris goes hey mike this was wrong mike goes no it wasn't i love laughing at james yeah you two two start fighting and then i get in the mix yeah and i start (laughs) i'm mad at you both i'm kicking both of you Poo coming everywhere. Yeah. So you're fighting. So we fight. All three of us are fighting. I'm butt-ass naked. Wait, you're fighting and pooing. So it's like Eastern And then we say, then I say, this is not fair. James is naked. We should all be on this even level playing field. Then me and Mike get naked too. Right. Wait, so is it like Eastern Promises, but one of us is pooing during the fight? Pretty much. Yeah. (laughs) Hopefully James finishes while it's going on, but maybe not. It's not my problem if I don't. It's like super Eastern Promises fight but between the three of poop. us yeah. in a shit-filled bathroom <laughs> with a noose hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> and I think ultimately, and I'd be like, Mike wait, would wait, win. Wait. I think ultimately Mike would win because mm. he has deep-seated berserker <laughs> anger built up inside him, ready to blow. But also, we'd set up a tripod and film it so Ennis could. I see would start laughing. What happened? Right? We yeah. would film it yeah. for Ennis. Yeah. I think I'm a bit crazy. I can throw people around. I got a good sturdy. <laughs> Don't you know I'm a bit loco? I'm a bit loco. You 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 have strength and you're crazy. 
I have a I have a temper if it gets activated. Yes, you have a temper, and but Mike, Mike has, has the deep seated berserker rage. <laughs> it's hard to say. Now that's said- like Mike's f- arms would turn into helicopter propellers. <laughs> and he'd scream no no but he'd scream names that you and i had never heard of before he, he would summon ancient slovakian like <laughs> curses he'd, he'd yell Slovak. we'd be like huh? what the all fuck? my moles would become molten hot to the touch <laughs> ancient slovakian black magic would arise but you'd start saying like the names of Toronto neighborhoods in in a rage. Yep. And like you'd be like uh just punching yeah. and kicking. That's right. I oh guess. no, maybe that's how it would start. Mike yeah. and I would start saying something about Toronto that's not good anymore. And I I attack you. <laughs> yeah, and you'd go insane because nobody insane. should insult Toronto. Yeah. You'd pick up the CN Tower from its base yeah. and use it like as a sword. Yeah. If I could, I would. You'd stick it up our Yeah. Yep, you know, our butts. So who do you, I think Mike would win because of the deep seated no, berserker rage? No offense, rage. I've seen Mike try to play spike ball when we went to Turkey Beach. Oh yeah, I have spike questions ball. about your coordination. Oh, spike good ball. call, good oh, call. Oh, that's like a game with a, a light ball in the wind. Yeah, but too Mike, late. Seeing you do it, I was kicked. like, I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I could kill a man easier than I could play spike ball. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ad for spike ball. <laughs> Spike ball. You can kill a man easier than play. You think spike ball's easy? You can kill a man easier than playing spike ball. Try it out. <laughs> but then, if I killed both of you, I would try do the honorable thing: sit in the toilet and hang myself. Kill yourself in the noose. Mike, let me ask you this question. Yeah. It's an add-on to Ennis's question. That's, question. that's okay. If you killed and after you killed James and I, would you cry even? <laughs> Have you ever cried in your life? Um, oh, yeah. For no, sure. I'm waiting till my 50th birthday. <laughs> That's something I'm looking forward to. Half and a centi- yeah. century. Yeah, she had one tear. It was half one a tier. century. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, it's hard to say. I mean, it's, it's really hard to say. You said you knew who, or you had an idea. No, it was the spike ball comment. But you think he, you would win. Because of your temper? No, I, I honestly I don't I don't know. We're probably you know we're, we're probably all similar strengths. But also, if anyone had a gun, that would change. Well, the of dynamics. course, that would change the dynamics. <laughs> if all three of us had guns, who knows what happened? And you know, fuck, man, I don't know. What I don't know. I actually think it'd be an even horrible event, and I don't know that anyone would win clearly. Imagine this: mm. three buildings. I'm actually insulted that you guys don't think I would win easily. <laughs> Here's a scenario. No, I'm just joking. Three buildings, equally like equidistant. We each have a sniper rifle and a balaclava, even though there's no one around. Mm. We have to put the balaclava on, and we have a sniper rifle with a sight, and we're just in three buildings that can like very close That'd to be cool, together. like Enemy at the mm. Gates. Remember yeah. that movie? No. Who would win? Never saw. Mm, I play more video games. I, I so yeah. I used to. Mm-hmm. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. I, mean, yeah, I, I will take it. I'll take it. I will kill you like how Mario kills. Yeah, but Chris, I played a game where you're like sniping. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like not yeah. just Mario jumping on a damn mushroom, mm-hmm. dude. Is there a Mario sniper game? <laughs> <laughs> Mario <Yeah>. sniper snipes <laughs> King Koopa. Mario snipes the Koopa Troopas and go, uh, whatever the little mushroom guys are. It's called Mario Goomba. Paint dot 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 with brain splatter. <laughs> you know what interesting fact I read? 
Mm-hmm. Mario is because the Nintendo company had a like a janitor, an Italian janitor in Japan called Mario. Yeah. They fucking named it, it after him. There's an Italian yeah, yeah. janitor in, in Japan. Yeah. They do all kinds of sweet crazy. stuff. Yeah. Be, like, they were, they, the company's been around like 100 years. They were a card game company. Oh, man, Did Mario, so cool. the original Mario, get like any money for being the inspiration? <laughs> I have I'm no say idea. No. And I feel right. like no. It's not to me. <laughs> um. So who would win? Honestly, I think it would be quite even. I do think... I, I don't know. Then like, maybe we got to put it back to Ennis to say what he thinks. Yeah, I would ask. Here's what I would ask for. Next time say, Ennis is on, we'll get his take. Here's what I would say. I'd say Ennis, I'm not fighting either of my friends. I want you to kill us all. <laughs> I think Mike Thank is you. probably the most obviously the most fit and strong. But you're right. He doesn't have. He's I'm not really saying, athletic. Like, sports coordination. No offense, Mike. I, I grew I up playing sports. Yeah, I got I, a natural strength from that. Wiffle ball okay, is Mike. maybe an error. Okay. okay. <laughs> What's it called? Spin- this is what the fight's gonna start oh, from. My goodness, <laughs> I'm just I'm just guessing. <laughs> judging me from a wiffle ball is an error. I'm just guessing, like baseball and soccer and I that. Baseball. Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. you're great at it. Fisher I don't know. Creek. Mike, you Literally. seem very sporty and not. I'm sure you're great. Forget what I said. Forget what I said too. I'm basically. Our generation's the uh, rocket Ishmael. Oh. Absolutely. Very nice. I'm with you. Yeah, and I leave it to Ennis. I leave it to Ennis. Ennis, please kill us all. No, uh, no, all we would kill Ennis. The three of us would kill Ennis. No. No. It's no. Ennis is... You know what? I play tennis with Ennis. Yeah. He's fucking so good at tennis. Yeah, Because he learned... He was on a TV show where he had to be a right. tennis pro. With Paul the, Reiser. That's right. And he's like... Playing tennis with him is crazy, and he taught me all the shit. I want to play with tennis. you guys this Ennis spring. is really good. He's, he taught me some good tips. I know some tennis. I'll play nice. with you guys. Please, please, please. Sweet. Let's do it. Nice. Last question of nice. the night. Oh, my God. This is from Matthew. Hi, Evil Men Podcast. Uh, I had a quick question for the, uh, for the group. I guess it would just boil down to fuck, marry, kill, Chris, James, or Mantis. All right. You guys figure that out and let us know. Thank you. Thank you, Mantis. Wait, who who we want you? You yes. said Mantis. Thank you, Mantis. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Matthew. I feel like we've all probably at moments wanted to fuck Mary and kill ourselves. Yeah. I would kill myself before I had to <laughs> fuck or marry any of these guys. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Would you kill yourself before you had to do either of those? <laughs> yeah, I think I would. I'd definitely ma- rather marry either of you than F either of you. Right. If, if I had to choose. Right. Yeah. Aren't we technically kind of in a marriage already? Business is a marriage. Well, that's I, true. I consider you guys both my work wives. Exactly. So we're already married. Yeah. Is would, Sue's jealous of us? Yes. Yeah. Then I would fuck myself and kill myself. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I'd probably fuck. I'd kill myself fucking myself. Michael Hutchins style. Bam, bam, bam. Bam, na, 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 na. Um, well, that was the listener question. But you didn't say yours. Oh, well, I said we'd all want to do all Mike three Both Mike and I would kill ourselves. ourselves, fucking ourselves. I said all th- three of us probably would want to do all three to ourselves at different points. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have much more to add than that. Yeah, I think, like, Matthew, that was a good question. But next time... You have to give us three someone? super hot Instagram babes to choose from. 
And how about you know those Instagram babes that um, seem that they pop absolutely up when you, unreal, and they pop up when you click the magnifying glass on your Instagram, and you go, "Why is everything on my search?" Uh, yeah, when you go to search for a friend, and they go looking for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I love that people. I, you know, that was a really fun moment on last year's thing that Kelly's FMK, and I love that it's bringing brought brought back. Hey, if anyone has a different read on it next year, I wouldn't hate it. Or are we condemned every year to relive the fuck, Mary kill scenario until we die? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until well, we care. Yeah. Ourselves. Yeah. Well, you're a lucky man, Chris, because that would mean you're just being effed James, for in perpetuity. It's only one listener who said that. And we also, and very nice. Thank you very much, Kelly. <laughs> but also we established two um marrying means that you f that person for the rest of your yeah, life. Yeah, okay, true, true. And also three I won't name the person, but the Discord person who said, "Hey, we should do an FMK retake cuz I don't know about this standing." I think they are very much an F James. Thank you. Well, oh. I'd be I'm honored. Well, can I just say Don't say thank you to me. Guys, this might sound this might sound sappy, but personally, this time of year, the one person I'd like to fuck, marry, and kill is the Lord Jesus. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Santa's wife. <laughs> no, Chris. I'm trying to be respectful. It's Jesus. <laughs> Mm. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. Do you want to fuck Mary Kill? Patreon subscribers, there's an episode dropping on Christmas Day. Well, that was another great episode of... This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 